It's the 919 Vice Podcast. Joe Ovius, Adam Eshball, hanging out with you at Graffiti. Uh, no Wayne Holt today. He'll be back with us next week. Looking forward to chatting with Adam Stevenson, CEO of Breeze Through Markets. The convenience store game, folks, has changed. So we'll get into the dynamics of that and uh, crowlers and growlers. And, and lunch. And beer fridges and lunch and gas station beers and all that other fun stuff. Uh, the 919 Vice Podcast brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards. Adam, I was actually at Oak City yesterday with Chilio because he wanted to open up a $200 box of cards to see if he could get a Victor Wembenyama autographed <laughs> card. He's all he is in all in on Wembenyama. But what and shout out to Weston, uh, who kind of walked me through the, the the change in the game of of baseball cards and football cards and everything else. But you know what really got me? You know what really took me back in time? He had a box, an unopened box of garbage pail kids. Now, if you're a younger listener of Nine One Nine Vice, you're probably wondering what the hell is garbage pail. Said that skip thirty a couple times. Yeah, and you'll get right past it. But if you are of a of a particular vintage like me and Eshbaugh. It's bringing back all sorts of memories. Oh, and then the realization of, we really grew up in a problematic time. Yeah. We got away with a lot of stuff back then, what was considered appropriate for kids to be, be playing with back in the day. Yes. But I feel like I want to open up some vintage Garbage Pail Kids just to cringe at some of the stuff they were getting away with back in the yeah, day. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, is like we didn't pay attention. No, we didn't pay attention, no. It was just, it was our life. Like, right. it just was what it was. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't anything that... <laughs> was ever taken too seriously. But yes, many of them were highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate things. Uh, not as inappropriate as uh, what the sweet table wine, red table wine, did to my taste buds. Uh, we opened up a 10th anniversary Carolina Hurricanes commemorative wine that was released in 2007. So it's 15 years old. Was this for 3,000? This is for 3,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. And what I understand about uh, muscadine, muscadine, muscadine. I'm sorry, muscadine. I keep getting I was it like wrong. Screaming at my. I know. My I know. I keep getting it wrong. And I apologize. I, I mean, I already got apologies. I already got. Do apologies for that, Joe? Yeah, apologies. I already got LK mad at me because I keep screwing it up. But that's neither here nor there. The it was only like ten and a half percent in alcohol, but I'm pretty sure that after sitting in 15 years, it didn't gain it did, alcohol. It, it didn't Joe. gain alcohol. I think it lost alcohol. It didn't taste like anything. It well, tasted it like lost, grape juice. It lost any alcohol flavor for sure because the sweetness ends up taking over. It just took it over completely, and it gave me a headache. It didn't come out red. How much did you drink? About did, about three fourths of the bottle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's pretty bad. Why did you drink? I thought you were just tasting it. Because I thought that by drinking it, I would it would cleanse the Carolina Hurricanes Eastern Conference Finals issues. They haven't won a game in the Eastern Conference Finals <sighs> since that, that wine was released. So I thought maybe by uncorking it, I would cleanse the bad mojo. No, shout out to all those top fans out there that, that were hot on the hot on the comments section late last night and this morning yeah. telling us exactly why. They can't win. Why can't they, they the win? Same same shit every year, Joe. Yeah, because you know, because front office isn't making a big move. Is that why Rod Brindamore's on the hot seat? And 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 Svech, like like two of our very best players are injured. You know. Yeah, never mind that. We we ran into a buzzsaw, the hottest goalie in the league right now. Like, never mind. Never mind. Just the actual facts that happen. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I get a little fired up when some of my yeah, no friends. Kidding. Some of my friends show their asses on, uh, on the, on the message boards and the, 
in the comments sections. It always makes me laugh too when they're when they have that top fan badge. Oh, and all they well, do is, and all they do is complain. And all they do is just yeah ride whatever it is. Yeah. 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 I'm with you on that. Well, the Canes are done, unfortunately. Um, it'll be an interesting off season. It was season a great save. season. It was a great season. It was a great season. It was a great season. I'm with you on that. I'm not, I'm not better shape about it. I wish your wine trip trick would have... Same. Would have worked, but... Eh. What do we have? 19 off the iron? Yeah, it was, something, it was something ridiculous. I mean, you, you can't... Very easily, we could have swept them. If, if the puck drop bounces a couple different ways, we could have swept them. There's nothing to be ashamed of in that series. It just, it sucks that we it didn't, we didn't do, it didn't go our way. It's fine. It, uh, I, and we talked about this uh, on, the, on the podcast today. I'd be really curious to see how they handle the offseason because there's a lot of bills that are going to be due. We still got one more year left in the window, right? Yeah, there's one more year with that core group, but mm-hmm. there's some decisions that are going to be made here. I mean, who's to say that one of these guys isn't going to get traded because they're on an expiring deal, and that, that brings on assets. So something to keep an eye on. Also, something to but keep an eye on. it starts at the top, and, and, and I'm happy with our top. Yeah, no. I'm happy um, with, with Rod. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Saw so the story from CBS 17, and it was that the beer industry Wait, is- who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The beer industry is. You can look at other outlets. What? Now. The beer industry is booming in North Carolina. Booming. Okay. Booming, it said. I saw this headline $12.8 million in impact, according to a study that was done by Beer Institute, which uh, partnered with the National Beer Wholesalers Association on this report. And this comes from Brian Crawford, the president and CEO of the Beer Institute. So the, the jobs, the industries, uh, the in, the jobs, the industries job range from brewers to farmers to bottle and to can ma- to can manufacturers. Quote. So there's a sort of endless amount of jobs. He said, as it relates to the impact of the beer industry. It's a shame Wayne's not here because he would. I think he would have opinions on this. According to the Beer Institute. In 2020, North Carolina had 491 permitted breweries recognized by the Alcohol Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, and it grew to 578 in 2022. So coming out of the pandemic, more breweries opened up. And I also think there's been a shift in how these operate as well. Remember, we talked about this a bunch on the old podcast. You know, breweries would open up, and it was this big plans. We're going to do this. We're going to go statewide. We're going to distribute all down southeast, blah, 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 blah. I think a lot of these are just... Not, I don't want to call them glorified pubs, but they're clearly being opened in areas yeah, I don't, that are there I, to I change the makeup of a Main that. Street, which is great. It is. I think it's great. I could do without the $7 pint cost. Well, everything's more expensive now. I could do without it all being more expensive. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So I thought that was, uh, I thought that was interesting, interesting uh, considering that we've been wondering if there's going to be some sort of retraction. Not to say that there hasn't been. Sure. And, you know, some breweries have opened up, some have closed, some have taken over others. I also think it's interesting that we're seeing a lot more of the outposts show up too. Like multiple tap rooms? Multiple tap rooms. You know, like Burial's got their multiple tap rooms. Uh, driving past the Ironworks project across the street from Linwood, you see where they're going to have Ponysaurus. Ponysaurus is going to have their own location there rather than people having to drive all the way out to Durham mm-hmm. to check out their tap room. So I don't know how that kind of figures into the amount. But I can't imagine that it hurts. That's a sneeze. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll edit Sorry. that part Excuse out. Me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, obviously, it gives people more and more choices closer to home. Yeah. Uh, but I, 
choice to me now is so... I don't even know how to say this. Where I live, I have choices. Yeah. But I still like going and exploring other areas. Yes. You know, so we, we go into Raleigh a bit. We go to other other places because I don't want to always be around Holly Springs. Like I, I love it. I love Fuquay Holly Springs, but I don't just want to to be there. So I think expanding, growing tap rooms or, um, you know, having additional tap rooms is, is still the play. I'm right with now. you. And, and just focusing on pulling your taps as much as possible because that's where your margin is. Big shouts to Whitaker and Hamer. They also sponsored the 919 Vice podcast. Uh, these attorneys can pretty much cover it all. I don't know. Maybe if you want to start a new brewery, they can uh, get you on the right path. At some point, we're also going to get, uh, we're going to become an LLC and everything else. But regardless, that's the here and over there. Whitaker and Hamer can handle all these types of things from family law, business law. Check them out. And uh, we appreciate them sponsoring not just the 919 Vice podcast, but also Ovias and Gilio. So they've been a sponsor of Ovias and Gilio, and they are a sponsor of 919 Vice, Breeze Through Markets, and the CEO of Breeze Through, Adam Stevenson, joining us now on the 919 Vice podcast. And this is not because, hey, cool, uh, you're advertising, and that's awesome, which is, and we appreciate that. But I Totally think- cool. Which I think, and the reason why we wanted to have you on, I was completely serious, Adam. It was, I don't think people understand that the breeze through by PNC Arena has a crowler machine, a growler machine, and yeah. some other elevated craft beer options. Right. You don't think of a convenience store, of a, of a gas station market, and think craft beer necessarily, or a crowler machine. So, <laughs> whose idea was that? to put it there in that store and do other stores have that kind of setup throughout the market? Yeah. First of all, Joe, Adam, thank you guys for having me today. Longtime listener of all the projects that you've built <laughs> and produced. First time uh, and, podcaster. And uh, distributed out into the universe. So it's a, uh, it's a real, it's fun to be here. So thank you guys for the invitation. Hey, by all means. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, I, I can't take, I can't take credit for having that growler and crowler station in our site by the arena. That was uh, some former colleagues of mine, but there's no doubt that it works great for that location. Mm-hmm. It's a unique offer for that corner with all the events happening across the street. And it helps separate us from some of our competitors in the marketplace because there are not many gas stations out there that have that offer. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. So I guess you're a beer drinker, right? I am, okay. yes. So, um, you know, when, when, when this Adam, Eshbaugh, and I have to, have, to, have to say Eshbaugh from here on out. When Eshbaugh and I were in college, the idea of craft beer was not exactly, like it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing. You were just happy to get beer Around here, the fan, at least here, when I was at NC State, you got the quote-unquote fancy beer at some of the pubs. So it was like a big deal to get bass. It was a big deal to get harp, yeah, Guinness, those types of things. But you're younger. You're way younger than us. So you kind of came up with craft beer being readily available. This is not, it's not a new phenomenon for you. Mm-hmm. So I guess those expectations as people are getting older and they have different expectations, that has to ex- express itself in a breeze-through market it, too, right? It does. It does, absolutely. I mean, largely, we our offer is tailored to, you know, what the community around it is asking for and what they want. Yeah. So a craft beer offer, it works so great. It's such a perfect pairing, you know, for Raleigh, Cary, generally Wake County, mm-hmm. because the, you know, the beer drinkers in the area are... Um, 
are experienced beer drinkers. They know what they want. <laughs> they have There's opinions. so many, there are so many, yeah, they have opinions exactly, <laughs> which is great. And we welcome all that feedback for, uh, you know, what they want to see in our stores, but there's a demand for it. And there's no greater area to be marketing in than Wake County because of all the diverse, you know, beer options that have popped up in our own backyard. It's, it's awesome to, to be able to um, show them off in our stores. So uh, Eshba and I were asking you some questions while we were at the breeze through. We hit the breeze through before we came back. Yeah, we got our uh, thank you, thank you for our lunch. Yes, by the way, <laughs> yeah. we got a traditional gas station lunch. Which <laughs> hey man, sometimes you need that that chicken salad and natty light. Just hit. It hits different when you get it from a gas it's station, man. Different, and when it's I got you got you got the uh, the high life twenty four. Natty light gives you. Uh, it goes to 11. It gives you 25 ounce. Ooh, look at you. Got that yeah. extra ounce. Good for you. And, and, and it's got... The, my chicken salad had the good white bread. Oh, yeah. The kind that, like, you look at it funny and you know it's just going <laughs> to stick into the roof of your mouth just by looking at it. <laughs> I didn't Nothing even, that tastes I, better, though. I didn't the, even have that chicken salad sandwich, but I could already tell you were going to talk about it being still, stuck. Your tongue is still... Working, touching the roof of your yeah, mouth. Like, the only thing stickier is a bologna and cheese. Yeah, let me just like get let me get uh, let me just get rid of the residual from there. Uh-huh. But hey, look, you know what? Snacks for later. Oh, delicious. Snacks for later. Um, but so, but I but I asked you I asked you the question like, okay, what what goes into the crowler selection? Is it stuff that sells more mm-hmm. at that location? Is it yep. just kind of like you going by feel? Uh, you know, Adam and I were talking about it earlier, just like. You know, probably offering something like one of each style, but I was just curious what the thought process was on the on the selections or how often they rotate yeah. ahead of games and whatnot. Well, they can rotate as frequently as we want them to rotate. We're, okay. in, we're in full control of the offering uh, at our growler station at, uh, at Breeze Through by the arena. Mm-hmm. So there's total flexibility there, which is something that I'm really excited about exploring and figuring out what the right offer is. I mean, I absolutely want to feature local brewers and local brew offers. Um, there are some great national offers out there, but you know, we want to feature the folks that we live with and we work with yeah. and that we're drinking, you know, when we're having a dinner party with our friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah we can, and we can definitely, uh, send a bunch of those guys your way. That'd be great. Because I That'd think, be great. I think the more that people get used to knowing that there's a growler and crowler machine right there that they can take right across the street <laughs> to tailgate, um, and and if they have a bunch of the the local stuff that they love, I think it's only gonna yeah. only gonna be a great thing. Yeah, for you. I agree with that, Adam, for sure. So Gilio was questioning me on today's show in relation to what exactly a crowler is. He's like, so hold on a second, I know what a growler is. I go, yeah. So crowler, look with the C. I go, yes, with the C. It's a can. It's thirty two ounces. But you have a specific machine for this. We do. And this is where we in Eshbaugh, you might be able to help explain this to me too, like. I've seen various machines at various places. So what what is it about this machine? How do you fill it and then there's a separate canner? Is it a pressurized can? Like how does this how does the how does the whole system work? Yeah. So we work with a great group out of California called the Growler Station. Yeah. And they give they can they provide all the guidance and training and equipment for for what we have there, which is a growler filler, basically. Mm-hmm. Um and a and a you know do it for the crowler too, which is a 32 ounce can that yeah. you can seal there on site. So it's yeah. got a separate sealer that you just you know you fill it up with whatever product you want, and then they seal it. So it's uh it is a I will say it does require some training. I 
I must admit, I've not been trained on how to do it yet, and it kills me. <laughs> I want to get behind the bar. I want to start serving crowlers and growlers to the great patrons of Breeze Through. Uh, but we've got our guy, Greg, who I've dubbed Growler Greg, okay. who knows that thing like the back of his hand. Okay. And uh, we would truly all be lost without Growler Greg. That's funny. That's funny. Now, is Growler Greg a customer or an uh, employee be, or both? I... Uh, uh, any reality where a customer gets behind our bar and starts filling drinks for other people is very amusing to me. Thankfully, we're not quite there yet. Uh, he, yeah, Greg is our assistant manager over okay. there at the Breeze Through by uh, by PNC. So yeah, no, he's on staff. Great team member, uh, and he is a key part of our success. Okay, so this is this is your only location with this growler it growler is filling it machine. is yeah so but you have 10 across the state 10 locations yeah we have 17 17 where did I, yeah. where did i get 10 yeah. from sorry no worries you have 17 we have 17 breeze throughs across the state you know they're all different the offer in each is unique to the community that it serves um so so to answer your question no not all of our breeze throughs have a crowler and growler machine are there any uh, that you're eyeing to say Maybe this one would benefit from it. Yeah, I think so. Once we I mean, get, there's, you once know, we, we a, figure out, I think all, so. All the kinks. I, I, th- I think so. You know, there's we have a we have a great footprint in Wake County, and that's uh, you know, you know, we're we're from here. The company was founded here. We have deep roots here. Uh, we know the market well. Yeah. There's no better market to be in, honestly. Maybe I could think of like maybe two others in the country that um that would compete with raleigh mm-hmm. but like i mean being away county is just amazing and we love we love being a part of this community so we have a couple spots around the county carry apex uh, you can get out to pittsburgh you know like we have a and you know raleigh as well there are a bunch of places where it could work absolutely fridges matter okay fridges matter so to get away from the the crowler and growler machine and one other note about the you can you can get growlers. Those growlers are plastic. They are. So there's no there's no deposit or any of that stuff. The price is Included built in. in the price. You right. can't bring your own. You cannot bring your own. And yeah, you cannot bring your own. Uh, but like we have the highest quality plastic growlers. You will be pre sanitized, pre sanitized, ready to rock and roll. I really like the, out. the notch too to hold it. Like it's got yeah, a little, it's got right. the little handle, but it's also yeah. got the notch that you can easily yeah. grip it. So that's yeah. that's a good thing too. That's if you need to put it on your shoulder and drink it like moonshine. Hell yeah, yeah that's man. right. It does have a little like you know kind of mountain <laughs> jug vibe to it. You know, shout out uh, Western Carolina and Appalachian State. So I I I gravitated towards the high life and with the twenty four ounce high life. I know you had a thirty two ounce high life in there too. Mm-hmm. Eshbal went with the natural light. I know we Wayne. Uh, Wayne went with the Yingling. You yep. can't go wrong with a Yingling yep. as well. Like that. So to get away from the craft beer, there's nothing wrong with just your beer, beer, your your beer flavored beer, your domestic beer, uh, stuff that you know you're going to drink in mass quantity while you're hanging out at a tailgate or whatever right. it is. And that's why those. Things. But you actually have like a full on frit. You have your normal yeah, individuals. You have a walk in fridge. Yeah, yeah, big beer cave. Okay. Yeah, big beer cave where folks can come in and grab the case of, you know, whatever they're uh, itching for that day. You can walk in and grab it and get on your way. Do you keep that refrigerator as close to freezing as possible? <laughs> we, we try to, okay. yes. Because I feel like, because look, all beer hits different at varying levels of frigidness, okay? And, you know, like a, a beer that's- We call that temperature for anybody no, who I, I didn't like, follow. I, no, fr- frigidness. I'm inventing things as we go along. Like, we all understand that a Miller High Life or your natural light that's been sitting at the bottom of a cooler under ice 
for hours. You get a couple little ice chunks in that. Oh thing? hell yeah! Oh. It hits a little bit different. There's oh. a reason why they call it's them crispy uh, boys. It's oh. a it's a real treat when that happens. Yeah, yeah. it's a little it's a, it's a crispy boy for a reason. Borderline beer slushy. I feel like, and this is just anecdotal. Maybe this is just me projecting. I feel like those beer caves operate at an like as close to freezing as possible, so that there's right. a carryability. That's right. To get that beer where it needs to be, so it's still cold. If yeah. you might not have a good place to insulate it, yeah, exactly. Right, so that's exactly. so I'm, 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 yeah. I'm this is just yeah. something that happens. Well, the, the evolution of the beer cave is an interesting conversation. Okay, in and of itself, th- th- that's what I was getting at. If you guys are interested I in am. chatting, I'm about absolutely interested in this. I mean, we're here because it used to be gas station business and the we're in the inner workings of it. Look, the gas. Look, I grew up in South Florida where you had things like farm stores, mm-hmm. right? So if you wanted a gallon of milk. And a six-pack of beer, you could just drive up, right. get it, and keep it moving. And convenience stores were a place where you can get a soda, you can get a cheap beer, you get some snacks. Combos, baby. Always got combos back in the day. <laughs> combos. The yeah. pizza combos? Adam, combos. Adam quick I, question for you. What's your If you're stopping on a road trip, what's your go-to gas station snack? Oh, I'm, you're going to laugh at me. What's this? I'm a, I'm a trail mix guy, man. Really? I love, I love almonds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But like trail mixed, because trail mixed with a little bit of chocolate mixed in. Okay, but see that, that's why you go chocolate covered pretzels. I prefer that. Like Wayne, Wayne uh, grabbed some bugles. Yeah, he's like, you want some bugles? I was like, uh, uh-uh. no, <laughs> they just don't make me feel good. I'm with you on that. I'm but, with you on that. But yeah, on a road trip because I'm always pretzels the one driving. Too. I need something that's not going to let me crash. Right. So I don't go all in on the chocolate, but usually beef jerky, and I get some sweetness from. From the trail mix. Okay, yep. that makes sense. Yep. I'm a pretzel guy. Yeah. So How about, what about a drink? Are you going are you going soft drink? Are you going energy drink? Usually I go Gator, I, usually on a road trip I'm getting a Coke Zero. Uh-huh. Although now that I've gotten myself off of soda altogether, yeah. but I still need the carbonation. Yeah. If you got Topo Chico in a plastic bottle, look, I'm all in. Look, Topo Chico, our our package beverage category is up nineteen percent. Mm-hmm. Right across our network, okay, year over year. Okay, I'm convinced it because I came in and was like, "There's no Topo Chico in this place. <laughs> we have got to get some Topo, Topo in Topo Chico's a vibe, man. I love Topo. Plus, I I like. I enjoy not, it. all carbonation is different. Like I've tried those. Uh, what is it? The uh, what's the can- liquid death? Yeah, like I like. Uh, have you had the car- I've yeah. not had the carbonated. I've had ones. the carbonated liquid death, and I only the get bubbles. Liquid death at a concert. The when I bubbles can't drink don't yeah. hit the same way as Topo Chico bubbles. <laughs> Topo Chico, it's, it's great, and and it's mineral water. It's the the salinity. Yeah, to yeah. it. I'm with you. It's on. a different experience. It yeah. Totally is. I'm yeah. a water slash. If they have uh, some green tea, yeah. Okay. On a road trip, that's that's what yeah. I, I try to stay as clean as possible on the road trip. Yeah, because so, I know most likely when we get to wherever we are. I'm going to damage my body anyway, so yeah. I, I need to keep it keep it clean getting there. <laughs> so the concept of the beer fridge is fascinating to me, or the beer cave is fascinating to me. I think the first time I experienced a beer cave in North Carolina was at the Food Lion, mm-hmm. just out once you get over Snow's Cut mm-hmm. on your way to Carolina Beach. Yep, there's that that Food Lion we always hit because they 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 carry hers. They, they carry the old Bay Crab Balls. Hers. Those are amazing. Hers, yes. But they got a full-on beer cave. You walk in, grab your Takate, whatever, and then head to the beach, and it's still relatively cold when you get there. Yep. But as convenience stores have grown, 
rather than the old school, the convenience store is literally sitting in the middle of the gas station on an island. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, this has expanded into uh, a place like Breeze Through. So how did we get here? You said there's this, there's this business yeah. aspect to it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. How did we get here? Well, I'm, I'm convinced that the first, the first company or the first group to try this out it literally had like, like the door was open to the cooler one day and some customer ran in and found like, you know, the like back stock of Coors Light or whatever it was. <laughs> the first time I went and into one, it felt like I was doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of, right. yeah, a lot of C stores, a lot of C stores out there, both chains and independently owned and operated C stores, by the way, those are the two main categories. Okay. So as an aside, there are around 180,000 gas stations with, with a retail offering in the States. About half of those are chains, like Breeze Through, or larger chains, like, uh, like Sheets. Like a Sheets? Yeah, okay. or, uh, or uh, Wawa, or... Uh, I mean, the Royal... You know, Fr- Quick like trip, all these whatever. things, all these things have grown... Like, I grew up with 7-Elevens. Yep. All right? Yep. Yeah, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven was a thing. So, when I moved Number here, one. there's only two 7-Elevens in the state. There's one in the Outer That's Banks. Right. I think there's one out in the Triad, right? That's right. So, I was not familiar with these other chains. My wife grew up in Delaware, so they're all obsessed with Wawa. Yep. Royal Screw Farms. Wawa, man. Any any old Philly people at me. I don't care. Wawa is Wawa doesn't compare to Sheets. Wawa's a little overrated, I think. It's but totally that's overrated. Here, that's in the here nor there. So you heard me. I said what I said. <laughs> so give me a Sheets. Sorry. So back to the business aspects. That you have your independently owned, and then you have these chains. And I feel like we're yep. seeing a lot more of these chains yep. come through. Yeah. Yeah. So. so yeah. So the the chains the chains have been a huge um, like driver of the evolution of the entire industry because they generally have like reinvested some some money in their sides they've expanded their footprints they've added things like beer cave which they have seen industry-wide perform really well and that consumers react really positively to it you know they like the experience or the data shows that consumers enjoy the experience of opening the door walking into that freezing cold room yeah and seeing you know cases stacks. of stacks and stacks of beer up to the ceiling um, and there's space to move around and it's a nice presentation and it's yeah. merchandise well. Um, you know, that, that place to, to put it, to, to put it, uh, to put it bluntly, you know, we're in you, the parlance of our times, you know, where you can take it next level, right? You What's need that, a Joe? breeze through house beer. <laughs> yeah. There's somebody that actually, uh-huh. you need a, I don't know what you would call it. Eshbaugh is the pun master. Over it would here. have to be a cold IPA, right? A breeze through. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you love your cold IPAs. Or yeah, like I think a breezy need, shandy. Ooh, I like that. That'd be a good mm-hmm. summer beer. I like that. Or like mm-hmm. those early uh those I mean, early got season days, you gotta come up with something like that. No, you got the early season football games where it's still, you know, a hundred some odd degrees for a September kickoff, near yep. kickoff yeah. at NC State. A hundred percent. I uh, feel like you need a house beer. Yeah, I've got the yeah. There are breweries the, out there that would that yeah. would be willing to work something out, I'm the, sure. The gears yeah. are the gears are are working overtime in my brain right okay, now. Okay, good. You, yeah. But you don't have a um Maybe you do, but do you have a beer cave in all of your locations or no? We we have them in, in most of our locations. Yes, yeah. It is a it's a necessity. It's a gotta have. Okay, and and you can you can retrofit those. So really, all that it was is going to be my next question. Yeah, all it is it's it's uh it's an area of the cooler mm-hmm. that they have walled off and created a separate door to. Okay, yeah, yeah. So now, just some of them they have a separate door to, and you can even walk into the back of the cooler. Correct. Correct. Yeah, because there's more room. Yeah, you know that's when I felt like yeah. I was doing something wrong. Yeah. Yes, different, I agree. Yeah, different groups position it differently. Sometimes they're budget constrained. Sometimes it's 
because they were forced to design it this way. Um, so they all look a little bit different, but yes, across the industry, um, you know, stores that stores that have that beer cave uh, perform extremely well. So, um, do you know what kind of beer you move the most of? I do, I do. I've been told by our beer distributor mm-hmm. that we move the most Modelo and Corona of any group in I the state. It. I knew it. I knew it. We, we've talked about this. Eshbaugh and I, Wayne and I, we've talked about this. We talked to uh, Tim Kent, uh, who is the head of the North Carolina Beer and Wine Wholesalers Association. And there's been an increase in Mexican beers being the thing that sells the most. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and look, I'm a big fan of Mexican beers. You know my, you know my love for Modelo goes. I, I love goes Modelo. Uh, I haven't had a Takata in a hot minute, though, but I, I, I am a fan of that. Yep. I do like the bitterness of a Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, skunkiness. Go on. Or the skunkiness, if you will. Shout out to Burial and the way that they uh, they skunk that thing. So I am not surprised that you are selling that yeah. the most. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have a store in Apex. Uh, great store manager out there, and we move we move Modelo by the pallet. Where right is there. it in Apex? <laughs> <laughs> Where? It's on. It's right at Jinx Road in 64. Okay, out there yeah. by yeah, the soccer yeah, yeah, yeah. out there by the soccer fields. I know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an old Jinx Road in 64. Uh, we've, we've had that site forever. Um, you know, it's just like, it's a great little corner store with a great staff. That would probably be a good uh, spot for a growler fill. But absolutely. Well. Yeah, okay. it could be. It okay. could be. There's no doubt. There's a lot of, lot of craft beer fans out yeah. that way. Big time. All right. So Adam, I appreciate you uh, coming through. Uh, appreciate you showing us the growler, uh, and the growler station. If you, if you had to pick a gas station beer, what are you going for? Mm. I mean, mine was easy. I saw the high life in the can. I had to go yeah. for it. Yeah. If I'm going to pick any gas station beer, what would it be? I mean, look, I'm I'm partial to to a bunch of the local brewers, but yeah. like I've never well, been. Let's all right. Let's do that. What? Why don't we say what's your go to tailgate beer? Yeah. And then like a yeah. Friday night chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go to tailgate beer for me. Super <laughs> boring and predictable, but I'm I will never turn down a Coors Light. I will tell you. Hey, if the mountains are cold, look, it's are, uh, that I think that's how it goes. The, the mountains, mountains are, are cold. Yeah. If the mountains are blue. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I'm I'm messing uh, up all the things. Here. I must admit that's not the most exciting answer, no, but it's, it's not. But it's the most authentic answer. I'll tell you. And uh, but you know, I've also I I love uh, I love a uh, trophy wife. I'll tell you. Um, I've never been disappointed by that either. Looking at you, Chris Mincy, get in some breezers. <laughs> maybe, maybe you have a maybe you fill up crawlers of uh, trophy wife. Yeah, maybe uh, in the in the near yeah, future. Look, it's, I, it's I'm certainly a, crossed my mind. I'm a sucker. I see a Miller High Life. Um, uh, I'm usually going to go with that. I, I know what I'm getting with Miller High Life. Although, as Eshbal pointed out, and I feel like who was the brewery that we talked to that essentially had their take on a High Life, and it had a cucumber to it, and it tasted. I don't remember. We'll have to go back and yeah. I'll have to go back and find it. That's we, the old life. We're not going back. You know what? We're it's not good, going yeah. back, Joe. I will say, I will say there are two of my favorite beers. Well, I guess my favorite beer, we they don't distribute it up in North Carolina, which is really disappointing. It's Westbrook One Claw. Oh, you guys yeah. have had that out of Charleston. They yeah. distribute Westbrook. Excellent beer. They yeah. Well they distrib- we, yeah, we haven't been able to Advantage been able to distribute grab it. them. There we go. I'll connect you. Please do. All right, the connection is there. Start getting white. You it's can, the blue can. Yeah, it's the blue can. Okay. Exactly. It's a rye IPA. It's great. The one claw, not the white claw. The one yeah, claw. Yeah, the one. That's important. <laughs> and your claw. You got, 
you got got by marketing on your beer, dude. On the natural, who wouldn't? It's a good looking can. Also, it was two nineteen a can. I think the Miller High Life was two sixty nine. Yeah, which nice, nice, too nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I can go thirty two ounce. Natural Light rebrand is gorgeous. I want a white ringer tea that has that on it. That has that. On. I want a right. white with blue. I like blue it. sleeves and collar. That has this logo. I think it's gorgeous. Actually, a, an off-white. Okay. A natural white. I, I see, what see what you what did, I did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. Well, Adam, thanks for coming through. Um, Thank you, Joe. Cool. Checking out the store. Thanks for sponsoring the 919 Vice Podcast and the uh, Ophius and Julio experience. And for lunch. Yes. And the... Uh, <laughs> look, look my, turkey, my turkey club wrap? Yeah. Hit, the, hit yeah. the mark. The next time next time we get together for lunch, I'll be sure to wheel out our food truck. We have a food truck. Oh, yeah. Tell us about yeah. that food truck. Yeah, it's called Oak City Grill. Um, we are, we're currently redoing the menu. It's probably going to launch later this summer. Um, and we'll put a schedule out on our website of where you can find it and what items we're going we're gonna to have for you. But we'd love to have you guys over and show you some of, of what we're cooking up there also. We're, we're always down for, we're down. Uh, for we're food down. trucks. We're definitely down for food. Well, thanks for coming through. Um, well, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the 919 Vice Podcast. Hopefully, has a good, every, everybody has a good Memorial Day weekend, although I think the weather's going to suck. Weather's going to suck. But you know what? Stay inside, crack open some beers, go into your own state of mind. Get some 25-ounce Natty Lights Hell yeah, man. from Breeze Through. Yeah. Take your shirt off and go sit in an old lawn chair that's falling apart and enjoy your life. Now, I'm pretty sure people are wondering, well, wait a minute, how is 919 Vice any different from the old podcast? You guys have been talking beer here for the last couple of days, or the last couple of weeks. Things are going to change next week, right? Next week, 919 Weed. Let's go. 919 <laughs> let's, Dank. Let's go. It's going to happen. 919 Dank is finally yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I'm very excited. We're going to have the Hemp Pharmacy uh, join us to give us a, a full-on education uh, on the farm bill. Uh, all things CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, THCA, THCO, XYZ, I don't know. All the, all the stuff. All, all the letters, all the abbreviations. We'll see you all next week. Cheers.